Hello, welcome to Real Talk Episode 7. This is Oliver from Indie Rock Baker. This is Jeremy from uh, itisnotforyou.com. Got a uh, lot to stun about today. Got a good show ahead of us. Um, I think we're going to start off with... Well, you know, here at Real Talk, Jeremy, we ask the tough questions. And, uh, you know, one Some of those, might say we're hard-hitting. Yeah, you could say that, sure. And the question that we asked ourselves recently is, what happens when you are playing rock band and you tape a plastic Radio Shack microphone to the rock band microphone and then you record uh, your friend's acapella vocal tracks and then play them on your podcast? <laughs> what would happen? Well, we're going to find out. We're going to answer that question today. We're going to start off with uh, a little ditty of yours, actually. You can play that right now. Oh, yeah. It just takes some time A little girl in a little after ride Everything, everything will be just fine Everything, everything will be alright, alright Hey, you know you're all the same You're better on your own So don't buy in Live right now yeah, just be yourself Doesn't matter if it's good enough For someone else It just takes some time Little girl, you're in the middle of the ride Everything, everything will be just fine Everything, everything will be alright, alright Okay, yeah, so we will have uh, some more uh, What we like to call rock band acapella uh, Over the course of the show uh, or like what I like to call my formerly private shame. Right. Uh, you know, either way. Indeed. Both good. Indeed. Uh, moving right along, I think we're going to shift gears to uh, nightlife for a second. And talk yeah. about uh, a little uh, adventure you had recently. Recently, I was fortunate enough to be uh, invited out by a friend of the show, Mike. Um, uh, he lives downtown. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the Doheny. Yes, this is Sid Moses' uh, private Private drinking club. Uh, Private drinking club. Member, membership uh, Membership fee. fee. What is the membership fee? Because we were talking about it. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. There is a, um, I think there's like a a flat fee to like sign up, and then there's like a yearly, like an annual thing. It's in the thousands of dollars, yeah. but it's, you can get a break if you're like under 30 or something. Like if you're, really? Yeah. If you're young, you can get like a, like a youth discount. I don't know. We'll look it up. Uh, said Moses, just if you listen to the show, you know this, but just in case uh, you, you don't, uh, this is the man behind Broadway Bar, Seven Grand, uh, Golden Gopher. Mm-hmm. Um, one more. He, 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 ma- he manages uh, like Casey's, uh, oh, Coles. Coles, yes. Um, um, and the Varnish. And, yeah, and Varnish. And so a uh, running theme in all of these uh, spots are the cocktailians, these like, you know. Uh, the mixologists. Yes, mm-hmm. these anachronistic mustachioed men behind the bar who are making their own bitters and lighting things on fire. And, uh, you know, I, I, some of their finest are at the Dahini. And uh, we, uh, you know, we went uh, for, for an event. Um, there were some complimentary drinks. Uh, and I can say it was, it was a very, very nice place. Yeah. Was it – was it the kind of place where it'd be worth a couple thousand dollars a year? Well, here's the deal. Like, it's like it's I don't know. It's trouble because we were there, and I would say, discounting people who were there because of the the event, which is essentially like, hey, check us out, maybe you should join, like a recruitment. Yeah, thing. yeah. People outside of that, maybe three or four people there, like yeah. who actually were members, you right. know. Uh, and so, like, you know, so you have the experience of you being in there, and like certain areas are like kind of like roped off, mm. but there's no one in them. 
because there's no members present. So like, oh, so at one point, Mike and I, and we actually sat down. We're just like having a very fine time, you know, with our large crystal uh, uh, ashtrays and and you know, like whiskeys and all that. And and uh, you know, oh, excuse me, some members are here. We're like, oh, okay, okay, okay. You know, we stand up and we we let them sit down. And 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 so I think that's the thing. Like, if you had more members. If you had enough people, you can go in there, like, and it's like gonna be full of people. Then mm-hmm. I think it's worth it. But like, right. I don't. I mean, personally, I don't want to go in some like awesome bar and like sit around alone. Be the only guy there. Yeah. yeah. So and it's maybe a little too exclusive right now. Or maybe maybe it's a recession. Yeah, that's that's the other thing. Recession wise, I mean, Dahini's been open for maybe a year now. Yeah. Wow. Well. And this is as far as I'm as far as I've heard, like the first time they've been like, "Come one, come all." Yeah. You know, yeah like I mean, it, that's the thing. It's not that exclusive. You go invite a building full of people now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. They basically invite everyone in the loft, like the loft complex. Like you should come on out. Um, ha- had some cocktails. Had a uh, Caparina. 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 Yeah. Yes. Um, I recently saw Bourdain tossing them back. Oh uh, yeah. Down yeah. in um, it's a good drink. Brazil. Very good. Cachaça. Uh, had a sugar cane, right? Liquor, yeah, it's a sugar liquor cane. Liquor from sugar. I um, Lime, uh, also had a, a drink they call a nettle, which uh, you know has absinthe in it. Uh, which, I mean, you know, I guess I'm more in love with the idea. Yeah, absent sure. than the actual drink itself. I mean, you know, I wasn't really seeing anything than like C.S. Lewis kind of wormwood visions, but you know, it was all right. Um, but yeah, I mean, a very, a very, a very nice, a very nice spot. How's like the decor and all that stuff? The decor is like, oh, one thing that's really baller. They have a serious like no photo thing, and like mm-hmm. we didn't want to like you know why risk it. But um, in the bathroom, they have like bonds papering the walls, and so it's like you know, like Los Angeles oil, blah blah blah, nineteen twenty five hundred dollars, like so and so steel company five hundred thousand dollars. Like it feels very much like you know, it feels very much like old timey, like Howard Taft and mm-hmm. Rockefeller sitting very, around. Like, yeah, well, Sid loves that stuff. Exactly, exactly. Um, it's you know, nice little smoking area, uh, little Shepherd Fairy painted. Glass or something or other. Um, it, you know, it's 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 a fine spot. It's a fine spot. If you walked into it and you did not know that it was like an exclusive club, you'd be like this is a nice bar. I think I'll come right. back. Okay. All right. Dress code or anything? There was a dress code. I walked in there with uh, I had an Oxford on, sleeves rolled up. The guys like, you gotta roll the sleeves down. Chief. Oh really? Oh really? I didn't even He's know like, you owned an Oxford. <laughs> I know, I didn't. Mike Mike's like, you know what, Jeremy? You have to. You gotta gotta get out the gutter a little bit. Did you have your uh, your pant leg rolled up? Uh, I rode down there on the whip. Um, in the rain, you know, like fishtailing and skidding all the way there. Right. I was like, you know, like stunting Olympics. Uh, and then um, took the shirt out of the plastic bag. Oh, nice. nice. Did a little uh, unfurl, uh, tossed it on, and, um, you know, rolled the pant leg down. Changed the shoes to the penny, to the loafers, to yeah, the, nice. uh, the boat shoes. Okay. Um, you know, and slipped right in, and then no, none was the wiser. So you were dapper enough. I was dapper enough. All right, well, that sounds good. You got me for your praise. Sorry, I'm not home right now. I'm walking in the spot. Let's leave a message and I'll call you back. Oh, likely story, but leave a message and I'll call you back. Um, all right. All right. Let's move on to the next thing. Uh, okay. Here's something good. Um, I have a treat I'm going to play for the audience. A little peek behind the curtain. Of uh, of real talk, I got a a pitch from you the other day. That's true. Via voicemail, uh, about well, I think we should just play it. We should just play just it. Play it. It's about Fast and Furious, the Fast and the Furious, the original. original. Oliver, fucking, let me tell you something, good sir. 
Real talk, guys. I want to do a piece. Um, I just watched Fast and the Furious, the original. Let me tell you something. The original trans season, also, the entire fucking thing is shot around the east side of LA. I have no fucking clue. There are scenes where, like, they're racing, most of the chasing, et cetera, et cetera, right near my old house, by my terrace, like, coming up that street, you know? They're on Marathon at one point, like, right up near here. Like, uh, they're on, like, it's, it's nuts. It is very good. There's uh, a couple of shots of Jensen Rex in it. Um, you know, I don't know if uh, you guys can look this in, but I'm developing something and I want you to know this shit is going to happen. You know, fucking new segment, new segment, movies that take place in Los Angeles. Dope scenes, you know? We play a little clip of the scene, just a hair, small clip, maybe like 15, 30, 15, 20, 30 seconds, maybe even smaller. And we're like, listen, this is so and so and so and so, this happens right here and here and here and here, and I like, look around there and I'm like, wow, you attack it? I think it's good. To replay this message, press 1. All right, so that was uh, that was your uh, about a good minute of your ranting about the Fast and the Furious. I think that the actual segment that we would have done had we done it wouldn't have been as good as that voicemail. So uh, <laughs> that's, pro- that's probably true. As as you as you can hear, we're not doing the segment. Right. Um, well, I mean, I mean, I think you got everything. Yeah, you know, that's that's there. it. That's it. We love we love where we live, and we like seeing it in movies. Are you gonna see Are you gonna see the new Fast and Furious? I kind of want to but I feel like it's not the same you know I started can I tell you something I must confess ever since Wolverine leaked on the internet like mm-hmm. a few weeks ago like I've just been watching tons of movies on the internet like it's like I'm 16 years old again and I watched the first 15 minutes of Fast and Furious and it's not the same it's not I mean they, they have a budget you know right, yeah, they're, not like, yeah. they're like sitting around downtown in the bank district you know they're like right. beaches mm-hmm. helicopter shots the whole deal so I'll catch it eventually All right. but uh, right. I'm not rushing uh, that was that. Now let's talk about big development for uh, one of our favorite places. Um, Real Talk listeners will all know our love for El Matador, the taco truck on Western Lexington. Um, El best tacos in the, uh, you know, in the city, the, like maybe not the whole city, but like in in and around, you know, the central Los Angeles area for sure. I guess whatever. Uh, our favorite. I mean, you know, who can say better? But the That's best. True. The best. Uh, anyways, they got a shout out in of all places, uh, Bon Appetit magazine, like uh, a real legitimate magazine for Blowing adults. Blowing up. Um, oh, tip of the hat to Spencer from uh, Empire of the Sun. The Empire. Who uh, you know pointed this in our direction, or actually he might have heard about it from Ethan and Jenny. So I don't know, whatever. Anyway, but here is the line in the article. Oh, so I guess the the point is. Uh, you know, this writer, like, takes a road trip, you know, across, like, up and down California, like, you know, eats at Chez Panini in the Bay, goes and eats fish tacos down in San Diego. Uh, stops in L.A., though, but here is the line, um, talking about, like, low-end food in L.A. It says, the best thing I eat in L.A., in fact, is a divine Taco El Pastor from the El Matador taco truck parked at Western Lexington Avenue's richly caramelized meat and hot sauce between the linen soft sheets of, of fresh corn tortilla. I mean, the man, the man knows what he's talking about. He knows what's yeah. up. Yeah, pretty apt description. Um, Very but apt. how do we feel about Bon Appetit blowing up our spot? I mean, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, I, uh, I feel like there are so many other trucks, lesser trucks, let's be frank, mm-hmm. um, getting so much love and buzz and attention recently. And for example? I mean, for example, um, uh, I think if you are the, the internet savvy type and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, let's look for some tacos, maybe a truck, blah, blah, blah. Uh, uh, Yelp would have you believe that Taco Zone mm-hmm. on Alvarado next to the Vons right. 
is the number well, – it's the best place. You have all these gringos, you know, people like us, uh, uh, raving, oh, this is great. My parents are in town. I drive, we drive all the way from the west side to come into the Taco Zone. It's amazing. Taco Zone is, is like the favorite, I feel like, of like the Silver Lake Echo Park set too. It is. It it's, is. Not, it's not the best. I mean, it's good, but it's not it's, great. It's okay. Like, they're doing competent work there. Yeah. But, like, it's no – I mean, it's no yeah. – Ariza, no, I'm at a door. And then you like, like, they have Kogi. They have Kogi. Kogi, they make good food. They make they good do. food. I've had an occasion to eat, to eat, to eat it um, on, a, on a few times, and uh, it's, it's good. It's good, yeah. but I mean, like, today's show, like, the whole deal blowing up, blah, blah, blah. New York I Times, mean, I mean, they're getting a lot of ink. They're getting a ton a of, of ink, you know? And uh, I think it's, it's about time that. Those fine folks down at El Matador. Hey, my friend. You know, yeah, like our friends. Our friends. I'm, I'm glad to see them get some publicity. You know, and you know, yeah. I, I want them a little bit of a line. I would love for there to be a bunch of like mid 40s New Yorker clutching, like, you know, tweed jacket wearing folk uh-huh. in line, maybe 10, 15 deep at El Matador. You mm. know what I would do when I rolled up and I saw that? I would, I would applaud. Slow clap. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm ready for it. I would like it if there were a line and then if I were somehow allowed to cut the line. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That would be. That could be better. Power. No, but it's good for them. It's good for them. They, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, good, it's, good for them. It's, good, it's good to have someone rooting out what is authentic and what is you know, yeah. great about our, right. our, our seed. Right. Yeah. Even though I mean, we already did that like, in our first episode, but whatever. That's true. Way to, uh, way to follow our lead. Yeah. Bon appetit. Yeah. It's anyway. pretty great. Pretty sure we were also some of the first people to cover uh, Kogi, too. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. We hit Kogi way before then. You know, I mean, are we trendsetters when it comes to fucking gorging ourselves on tacos? <laughs> Perhaps. Some might say that we are. So but, say. you know, enough tooting our own horn. Let's move on. Oh, here's something that enough I'm Enough tooting for now. Um, speaking of, uh, you know, delicious food, uh, we were talking the other day, and it came to my attention that you know how to prep and break down a squirrel for cooking. <laughs> this yes. is some, uh, some dad knowledge from, from Chaz, right? Exactly. Uh, um, from, uh, from Chaz, from CB himself, uh, you know, uh, dressing a squirrel field dressing a squirrel. Uh, my father hails from the western region of North Carolina, Asheville. Um, Someone that you probably know is like a really great little hipster town. Growing up, I only hung out in the hills where it is nothing like that. I mean, we're talking possum, raccoon, rabbit, squirrel being eaten because, you know, it's convenient. Uh, and so anyways, um, you know, I'm a young kid, maybe like 12, 13, I'm on my back deck, and my dad's got like a plastic bag full of dead squirrels. Puts him out on the table and he's like, "Jeremy, come on, I'll show you something." He's like, "Do you know how to uh, you know how to clean one of these?" I'm like, "What do you mean clean them? Look pretty clean to me." He's like, "No, no, no. Let me show you. Something. Let me show you something." He t- puts the dog inside and then okay. cuts off the head. And so like, I'm initially I'm already de- I'm already like fading here. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And he's like, first thing you do, you need to cut him out a little set, a little jacket, and a set of pants." And I was like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "No, literally, th- looking at the squirrel, he's got his little arms out, little legs." You cut, like, a little zipper that goes from his neck down to his waist, cut a waist, and um, you'll find that it pretty much comes off just like a cardigan, you know? <laughs> but just like a young child, it gets caught at the sleeves, caught at the wrists. And so now what you have is a little squirrel with his, with his skin over his head like a sweater, and, like, you know, like he's stuck. And, you know, you just cut off where it's stuck, so now you have a headless, handless squirrel. Um, you know, no blood, surprisingly enough. They're very, very clean. Interesting. And then, uh, you know, the same thing for the, for the pants. Um, although for the pants, you kind of want to cut. No, for the pants, no, that's all you need. You need to cut like around there so he has a little waist and then um, a little zipper in the front helps. And then it just peels right off. It's like taking off leggings, you know, and it comes right off, you know, once again, the feet off. Uh, and then, you know, like no blood, it's very small and there's not a lot of meat on there. And uh, then you, uh, you go in there to uh, the stomach, cut it open. 
make sure there are no black dots. I don't know what it is or why it don't is. Don't want to know. You don't want to eat that. And then I, after after cutting up like four or five of his buddies, you make a stew, which your wife and your children refuse to eat. And um, <laughs> then, uh, you know, you go on about your day and listen to a little smooth jazz and call it a night. Right. All right. That's, That's a, live and direct from Dad. Just Dad knowledge. When I sing along with you If everything you'd ever feel is real forever If everything you'd ever feel is good again The only thing I'll ever ask of you You gotta promise not to stop when I say When she sang all right, next thing, uh, we actually um, we got our first call into the Real Talk Hotline. Yes, we did. We do, we do have a voicemail. We're going to play that for you guys right now. Actually, I think you'll enjoy it. Calling in reference to your current credit card accounts. This is your final notice for lowering your interest rates. Press 1 on your phone now to reduce your rates and take advantage of this offer. Again, press 1 now and speak with a live agent or press 2 to discontinue further notices. Thank you and have a great day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, telemarketer. Yeah. Did you like that? The, moral, like, the moral of the story is you guys aren't calling the hotline. <laughs> it's true. It's not happening. It's not happening. And Every- we would like you to call it in. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to make a little deal. We're going to throw out a question for the Real Talk audience, and we guys, we want you to uh, call in uh, with an answer. So we were talking the other day. We're drinking, um, you know, a preferred drink of ours is the Boilermaker, which is a beer and a shot of whiskey. Yes. Drink the shot of whiskey. Drink the beer, chaser, and then you have a little something to you know carry around uh, until you're ready for your next whatever. Um, now we're trying to think of a good name for the tequila version of that, which is like you know instead of like a you know a bud and a and a shot of Jack, you know like a tecate and a shot of tequila. Exactly. What's the name for that? I don't know. You got any ideas? You know, uh, no, not really. So we're gonna throw this out one to the Real Talk Hotline. So call it up three two three five four five six two five two three two three. Five four five six two five two. Again, we're trying to name the tequila boilermaker. Also, if you have any uh, anything else you'd like to discuss, you can call call the hotline and um, we'll listen to it. We'll listen to it. We and really we'll, will. We'll play it on the show. We probably won't even make fun of you that much. Is the thing about yeah. it? I know you imagine that you'll just be ridiculed outright. You know, it may not even happen. Yeah, it may happen though. It probably, probably will, will, but happen. you'll be fine. Definitely call it in. You'll enjoy it. All right. So uh, yeah, that's that. Next topic. Summer. Summer. It might sound like we're a little early, but guess what? Uh, here in the Southland, we like to get things started right around this time of the year. Uh, you know, we still have the bunnies, we still have the eggs, we have the matzo, we got the brisket. We do what we have all those things, but um, you know, in Los Angeles, luckily they fall into uh, the 
wonderful season known as summer. Um, yeah, I mean, you kind of skip right over spring. I mean, once it gets warm, it's basically functionally. Oh, it's done. It's yeah, done. So. I mean, yeah. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna discuss a couple things. I mean, for the for the rest of the country in you know some uh, less balmy climates, um, you know, your summer might not be here yet, but it is coming soon. So it's true. You know, maintain your resolve. Stay strong. Um, it'll be there. Chaiho. Chaiho. Um, so we're gonna talk about first, like. What, now, what is it exactly about summer that's sort of like the party imperative? You know, it's like there's know. something hardwired it into... It comes out. It comes... It just it gets in your bits. You know, I think I think it might have to do with, you know, like uh, you're sort of trained as a child, like all those years of school, you know, to, when you have summer off. I mean, now, like when you got a job, like chances are, unless you're like a school teacher, like you still have to work in the yeah. summer. Yeah, totally. But there's something that happens to the state of mind where you just feel like I need to get out there and run around in, you know... And party, definitely. It's it's it's. I mean, I think it's just a cultural thing. I mean, like winter vacation is not a thing. Like spring vacation is not a thing. Like autumn vacation, fall. It's summer vacation. Like the 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 road trips, the whole deal. Like the time when things shut down. We have major holidays yeah, uh, in the summer. You know, we've got the fourth. That's pretty much the only one, but it's a major holiday. I don't know, uh, is it Labor Day, Memorial Day? Li- Labor Day, Memorial Day, kind of the kickoff in the end. Right, but right. I mean, yeah, yeah, basically, so it's book like, yeah, bookending. The summer, the summer is oriented towards partying. You right. know, like it's it's and that's like, how yeah, it works. Barbecues, you know, the whole parties, deal, that kind of thing. Uh, I mean, I, I, you know, I, one a good question to ask is, I don't think it wanes. You know, I mean, it, it's built in from school. You know, probably. Mm-hmm. You know, like every nine months, like you just get to sit around all day. But um, I think when you're 45, 50, 55, 60, 70, like it's still something about summer. Yeah. Something about the sunshine, the warm air, uh, yeah. the, and, and nature not really being pissed at you uh, just really brings out the party yeah. mode. It's like Mother Nature just saying, like, you know what, get out there and party. Exactly. This is it, kids. It's good stuff. Uh, it's kind of like, I feel like also summer is sort of house party season. Summer is house party season, which is so, nice. I mean, people just want to like open their their doors and their you know their backyards and stuff. Yeah, um, I guess some of that has to do with like you know you have like I'll say we're barbecuing, you know, and then that sort of can turn into you know an evening. Uh, oh, that which by the way party. I think is it's maybe not unique to Los Angeles, but I think that here in Los Angeles we have a very specific way of doing it. Um, uh, take some notes because uh, this is um, guaranteed good times. Uh, so you have the grill, mm-hmm. various meats. You have the guacamole, which you made fresh. Maybe you got these avocados off the tree in your backyard. Maybe. Because that's what we do here in L.A. Uh, and you're hanging out. You're hanging out. And, then, you know, it starts to get a little late in the day. Little, and the sun's kind of fading. And then, you know, maybe the sun is down. But you still got two solid hours of that great bluish-gray light where everyone's kind of, do I stay, do I go? But guess what? The music comes up, just a hair. Windows and doors of the house all open. And people start showing up. And guess what? Now you're in a party mode. Uh, there you go. You successful transition like from evening cookout to nighttime party. And mm-hmm. successfully making this transition at your own home, I mean, that's a huge crowning achievement. That's a huge achievement, yeah. I feel. Agreed, agreed. Well, here's the thing about summer, though. It's one of the challenges is uh, summer style. Ah, uh, the gear. Because, I mean, especially, uh, you know, when the weather is warm, like, you know, I mean, it's it's basically too warm during summer to wear like a, to wear a jacket out. Yeah. Um, so you're you know in t-shirt and you know some sort of pants or maybe shorts or whatever. It's tough to really like get fly in the summer because like you don't have a lot to work with, so your shit has to be pretty like spot on. Like, yeah, it does. It does. I th- I think that we oftentimes uh, as Angelinos get a little bit of shit from the rest of the country mm-hmm. um, regarding um, uh, like what goes on 
as far as our summer clothes, like our bright colors are like, you know, like are, are kind of grabbing this and that and not caring and just, just really running with it. I think it, there's a couple of factors. Number one, if you live in New York City or Chicago or, or you know, somewhere where it gets cold, um, you have those months of just dapper as shit. You've got your right. peacoat on. You've got your gloves. You've got your matching. you got, you know, you, you have an entire other wardrobe. We really don't have that. I mean, yeah. you take your summer clothes, toss on like a sweatshirt and, a, and maybe that's it. Yep. And that's winter in Los Angeles. I mean, umbrella for the day it rains. Yeah, I mean the thing is too that's that's like tough is like you go out in LA and you have a, like a jacket on. You get in, you get indoors. And yeah. It's like it's too hot and like we don't have like hat check, like coat check no, girls none, or anything never, like that. No, you know? nowhere. So you just gotta like throw it on your seat. You know, yeah, it's a pain in the ass. Yeah, it's tough. Um, I mean, it's 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 you know it's a tough move. I mean, personally, this summer, uh, I, I'll go ahead and just jump out there. Uh, I feel like um, uh, maybe a little little bit of the style tip uh, uh, for uh, for for myself. Um, I'm going to be rocking the uh, NBA shooter sleeve. You are. Uh, what does a, this have to do with summer? This has to do with the summer, the summer, the summer gear, the summer gear. This, this is this is my own personal summer gear that I'm going to be doing, uh, and I think that you know it's it's eh, it, there's not much going on, but you, you have to you have to stunt where you can. Oh, I see. I see. Have to stunt where you can, you know. Like so, I think first of all, you know, you need like the I, I think the, for the summer as opposed to the last two three years ago, the Oliver print, the large graphic tees, like all these things, these were huge for me myself this summer. I think for most people, understated. Maybe it's an uh, understated print. Maybe it's more uh, of like of an art thing. Uh, maybe it's just a plain tee. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, you're rocking that out. But you're gonna be wearing an arm sock, is what you're saying? An arm sock, yes. Like Kobe-esque. Uh, Kobe-esque arm sock, boat shoes, cutoffs, hipster, with bo- really? hipster glasses, really? flat top. You know, just full effect. Aren't you gonna get a, a like serious tan line if you're wearing an arm sock? Here's the deal with that. I feel like I can only wear the arm sock at night mm-hmm. uh, because you will get a serious tan line. But I feel like it's so gonna like- be pretty sick. Uh, when uh, you know you're on the whip, you're on the bike, and you've got the uh, you know the Kobe sock on, and uh, you pop off, you're like, oh, what's up? What's going on? Mm-hmm. Oh, th- oh, this, this, this is my shooting arm. You know, keep gotta, it warm. Keep, gotta keep, keep it warm. Loose, keep, it keep it warm. Keep it tight. Keep it warm. Keep it tight. Okay, well, you know, good luck with that. Um, we we wish you well. With your uh, shooting arm sleeve. Oh yeah, it's important. It's an important accessory. And uh, we'll have to get some pictures of that for. Oh, definitely, it'll be in the show notes. For the show notes for when you do get. Have you ordered it yet? No, I haven't. I'm still pricing. I'm still not pricing so much. Finding finding the most baller one, I basically. See. I see. Okay. It's different now that I'm poor and aging. I'll never see this place again. You're stabbing yourself in the neck. Okay, so what are some of the things we're looking forward to uh, actually doing in the summer? Like, what's coming up that people can expect, um, you know, aside from, uh, you know, the house parties and the barbecues, the holidays, the usual stuff? I mean, I don't know about, um, I mean, obviously this is going to be local to Los Angeles, but I think you can find the equivalent in whatever city you live in. But I mean, like, the, the whole outdoor public event is great, mm-hmm. you know, um, because most cities do have a lot of great outdoor space. Yeah. A lot of open space, and uh, using that to 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 either see a show or um, a movie. Um, here yeah. in Los Angeles, we have um, from the movies we have a, a great cemetery. Yeah, great Hollywood, cemetery. Hollywood Forever. It is a great cemetery. <laughs> it's a great cemetery, but I mean, it's full of dead people. Um, well, that's what makes it a cemetery. Yeah, um, um, but yeah, they have like outdoor screenings, um, and you can sit on the lawn and they project it on the on the wall of like a mausoleum, you know, picnic or whatever. You can drink wine, get your Trader Joe's on, yeah, you know, your Trader Joe's on. Um, those those things are pretty blown up. They are blown. Like up. you gotta wait hours in line for like yeah. But I hours. mean, basically waiting in the line is just sitting in a on a different lawn. Yeah. And starting the picnic there, so it's not. Yeah, it's kind of a pain in the ass, but yeah, you know, it's fun. 
Do yeah. it like do do one. Exactly. Get your mates there. There. Get out there. You know. Get a little shitty. Uh, uh, pass out. Tip actually, if you uh, ride your bike there, the like the bike line to get in yeah. is like uh, shorter than the the one where you like park and walk mm. in. I think. Usually, or I don't know. Maybe they changed it. Might be tough to bring in my seventeen bottles of Charles Shaw Cabernet in my on my bike, yeah, but uh, it might, it might. But if you had your arm sleeve on, you could probably just. <laughs> that's true. Just balance them. Just lug it. Um, what else? You know, also a good. You know, summer's a great time to go to like the Greek theater, the bowl. You know, where oh yeah, like definitely. I mean, like a good outdoor amphitheater. I mean, you know, it's right. it's, yeah, a, great. it's a great time. I mean, a lot of great um, shows to be had. You know, I mean, the beach is obviously good. Um, you know, or any kind of like pool parties. Uh, we should say now, actually, if you if you don't have a friend with a pool right now, you should probably befriend somebody with a pool. Oh yeah, says. yeah, and feel free to be completely transparent about it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's no need to like take this person out to dinner, but yeah. you can like, hey, what's up? You're pretty cool. Also, heard you have a pool. Yeah, we're, we're coming over. You know, just be upfront. Get coming over, I'll bring a six pack. Exactly. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. all you need to do. Um, when is the standard kicking off their pool parties? I feel like that's an, a sort of unofficial... Uh, that really is. I want to say it's... I mean... I want to say that doesn't start until, like, calendar summer. Like, no, it's like, got to be, like, by May. Uh, I kind of feel like late May. That's still May. Well... I don't know. We'll see. I've never actually been to one of those. I have never been to one, uh, been to one either. It's nice to know they're out there, though, I guess. It is. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is, like, you apparently... like it's th- This is, goes back to an earlier episode. We are talking about the Free Cult 45. Mm-hmm. Um... The sort of the sort of thing where if you showed up earlier, the free booze was pre- is present, and it's not mm-hmm. as mobbed out, and you can really just get your chill on. Right. Um, but then, of course, the later you show up, yeah. the lower the booze level is going right. to be. Right. It's sort of weird to like get up early to like go to a party. Yeah, and that and sort that's, of two different, yeah. impar- you know, two different things. I mean, that's something else that's going on during the summer is like the day party. You know, oh, yeah. like you can find yourself. In like a serious day party, like you know, like you know those moments where you're with someone's house for like a quote unquote cookout and like yeah, yeah barbecue. Right? Exactly, you're just like hanging out, you're chilling, out. just some asada on the grill, little cervezas, maybe a little yeah. joint time. You're hanging out, and then like all of a sudden you're like, holy shit, am I fucking later? Am I? La- is it three? Am I later at three thirty? And you're yeah. kind of like stumbling down the stairs, like giggling, and uh, yeah. you realize you are partying hard before five o'clock. Yeah, you know? it can be tricky actually to navigate. You know, you might not make it out. Uh, that night, unless you like take a nap or something. It's true, but I will say this: on those days where you get a little later, a little faded earlier in the day, and you're just kind of like summer-wise, just like rolling around the back of somebody's car and then chilling out somebody's house. Then it's like, oh, where are we going? And, and you can stretch it out once again. Yeah. The yeah. same, as much in the same way that uh, doing your own cookout slash barbecue into a nighttime party, mm-hmm. making that transition is something to you know to, to really be proud of. I think personally. Hitting that level where you feel like maybe I should sit down, mm-hmm. and then being able to get your second wind yeah. and head right back out there a little bit yeah. later. I mean, parlay that. You know, it's something that. to shoot for. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Uh, what else we got? Uh, oh, those paddle boats in Echo Park. That's fun. Oh yes, it's very fun. You um, uh, I rec- I personally recommend uh getting um. You know, there's the gentlemen that sell the fruit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, get something that's heavy with jicama. You know, floats. Really? So does the uh. The ducks love the hickory. Oh, okay, because I personally don't like. Oh, it. I don't like it. I don't. Like, no, this is this is food for ducks. Oh, okay. No, right. if it's just yeah. you, I, I mean, I think hickory tastes like dirty apples. Like, like you had an apple <laughs> yeah. slice and dropped it in the ground and it rolled around and then I'm not just picked it up, dusted it off, and ate it. That's what hickory is to me. <laughs> the first time I actually had one of those little bags of fruit and like ate the hickory, like I thought maybe he had given me some of his refuse, like right. some part of some like produce that like wasn't meant for consumption. Right. He's like, I saw him just chopping up for somebody else. I thought, well, off the deal. Yeah. But no, you I get mean, out there, you toss these little fruits out, they float, the ducks mob you. And then, of course, and then just you know your own little Jason Bourne kind of getaway scene with the ducks. You know, you're just like paddling your little heart out. They're much faster than you. They're after after those uh, after those those fruits. They want the jicama. Yeah, it's a it's a great time. 
All right. Yeah, that sounds good. Looking forward to it. Um, maybe we'll do like a, a real talk remote uh, from barbecue. That'd be good. Oh, d for real talk this summer, can I tell you, is going to be on location. Uh, we're going to yeah. be out and about doing um, all of these and more uh, that we talked about. Um, paddle boats, the cookouts, yeah. the partying, you know, the, really all of it. So, yeah, summer. Summer. It's coming. Summer, it's, it's coming for some. Uh, personally, it's for, us, for us, it is here. Yeah. So don't sleep on it. Rance throws. Let it in. Let it into your heart. Okay, uh, let's see. Anything else? I think we might be sort of coming up on the end. Do you have an I knows you or anything like that? You know what? I mean, no one has crossed me recently. Yeah? Hmm. I guess the word is getting out, not to, not to mess. I guess it's out on the street, you know, like uh, uh, think twice, you know? <laughs> These boys will mess you up. All right, well, I guess this is uh, going to be wrapping up for this episode. Remember, um, you know, you can always reach us via email, thatrealtalk at gmail.com. You can call the hotline. That's the uh, Real Talk hotline at 323 545 Six two five two. You can call us up, and um, I guess that's it. Anything else? Jai ho, Jai ho. All right, play us out. Play us out. Oh Jesus. That's real talk.